Hey everybody, welcome to Nerdy Talk with Dan. I'm your host, Daniel Thompson, and I am again with... Justin Flowers. Well, it's been an eventful week. Yeah. I mean, uh... I'm ready to just take a nap for a few days. Same, same, same. I mean, uh... Alright, let's just get into the shits. I'm not going to talk about what everybody came here to talk about first, which I know you guys already know what that is. It's a movie that's coming out today. Or, well, yeah, today when you listen to it. Yeah, Yeah, so let's talk about something that a lot of people have had some issues over. Titans. So, Teen Titans, or the Teen Titans TV show on DC Universe's streaming platform, they just renewed that for season two ahead of its premiere next week. Even though they have no idea if we're going to like it or not. Or even get their streaming service to watch it in the first place. Right. So, there's that. I did get it, though. I'm not going to lie. Of course you did. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm not going to yeah, lie. Yeah, I mean, we know you did. I was like, damn, they got me. I mean, it's a great sign that it was renewed for season two. But, I mean, you just showed me that new trailer that I hadn't seen yet. Yeah. And I'm, I'm still really not a fan of some things. Number one, I'm gonna just talk about Starfire. I'm gonna just go ahead and I knew get to you were it. Gonna talk I'll about just go ahead and get to it. Like, what? What is like? I understand that people probably would want her to have fire powers because her name is Starfire. I right. get that. But Robin doesn't have Robin powers, even though his name is Robin. <laughs> well, Raven, he has a reasoning. Raven summons Raven, but he has I a guess. but yeah, he has a logic behind the name Robin. Yeah, no, he was a part I, I of get his, that. Yeah. But like, come on, man. Like, not every hero's power needs to be related to their name per se. It kind of like, does. It's really name some superheroes where their power is related to their, their name. The Flash doesn't like. He's a Flash. Are you kidding me? That is a streak. That is a streak. I mean, he can be called the streak, but the Flash is. Wonder Woman doesn't really make any sense. She is wonderful. She would just be like Superwoman, but that's already a. She's wonderful. That's why she's a wonder. I mean, and actually, she was, you know, in a a a more, you know. I guess maybe I'm giving you that one, kind of. She was in a, you know, a, a more Martian Manhunter. He was a Martian that hunted other aliens for a living yeah but like Martian Manhunter. he has a name like, but he doesn't just go by, oh my name is john jones like just, the fuck I is that know, just I, but anyway I let's look inside check spider-man's I, fucking spider-man yeah fucking, that one makes sense iron man's not doc- Iron, but whatever dr strange <laughs> is a doctor he's strange doctor and he's strange Vision doesn't make any sense. He's, you know what? Never mind. Yeah, We're not gonna do. Vision. We're not gonna go through every. I'm just hero. saying. There's My logic. point is, I get that people want that, but like the fire power looks kind of dumb. Yeah, like, it just it looks kind of dumb, and like I, feel I don't like... know what they're doing with like her costume. But it, what I just saw, she was in a fur coat. Okay, she was in a fur coat. Yes, but underneath the fur coat, there was a pink. Uh, what do you call it? A purple. Like the purple top outfit, the, yeah, and I'm just like, okay, cool. She doesn't want to be exposed quite yet. She's, I, I get it. I just, I don't know her, or I, like, I have we to don't see know her origin yeah, we, in this show, yeah. Because so. from trailers we've seen, we've seen her in a lab getting tortured by scientists. So yeah. I'm like, okay, so she's obviously, yeah, been in like, some rough, rough patches. Actually, everybody looked rough in this trailer. Yeah, like Robin's really dark now. Raven has some serious real issues. She has like, some demonic. Like in the Stuff like in the TV on. show, you know, like the Teen Titans show, she was just kind of like, you know, really emo and like moody and mm-hmm. you know mean, whatever, right? And then like way at the end, you find out like, oh well, it's probably because her dad's like the devil or whatever. Like we get like then at the end, you get it. In this, they just right off the jump, they're like, look, 
Let's just um, get into the shit. I got some issues. <laughs> like, I got some real issues. And, like, and then she stumbled on Beast Boy in a cage, and yeah, he's like and his all bloody. Face is all bloody, and I'm I was like, like what fuck? has he been doing? So he's been treated like a beast. I guess they've been beating boy. the crap out of him. Like, are you really doing this? <laughs> you really, really still doing this? You're really still doing this? I'm just saying, but you know, I think it's it's. Scarlet I'm like, he couldn't have just transformed into like a mouse and just escaped his cage. He that really doesn't could. make any sense. He's sitting in the cage to protect himself from them, not the other way around. Um, yeah, yeah, badass. But yeah. maybe they were just like because they, he could turn into a T Rex and eat everything. They might say like for it. the budget reasons or for like they might just say, oh, he, budget, turn- he was a green tiger on that. Trailer. He was, like, but they obviously put a lot of money into that tiger, and that's probably the only thing he'll transform into hope, this season. I hope they don't like a whole bunch of these boy. No, I'm serious. That's yeah. probably the only thing he's gonna be transforming into. But they're gonna give him like five standard animals and be like, look, we just spent like a million dollars making these animals. Don't use anything else. Yeah. Like one flying animal, one swimming animal, one land animal that's big, one that's small, and one that's like just kind of like they're, fast. They're probably going to do like, oh, I can only transform into things that are like my size. There's some, there's going to be some, some bullshit that explains it. Yeah. 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 Budgetary. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so like I got, I got some issues with some of the characters. I do love Robin though. He looks great. You know, it looks like a, like a, almost like, almost like Damian Wayne Robin. I, I like yeah, because he's murdering people. That's not what I meant necessarily. <laughs> but also, I like Dark Robin, you know? Like, yeah. And I like how they actually like did a really good job of playing up the type of relationship that him and Raven have. Because mm-hmm. it's like really like brother-sister-y, you know? It's got that kind of thing. Like, right. She needs someone, and like he kind of genuinely cares yeah. as time goes on. He doesn't at first. He doesn't get like thrown into the, like, oh my god, I should help this girl. He's just kind of like... I think like, this is the first trailer where I was like, this might be too dark. Dude, I, I'm i glad. I'm glad they made it I don't dark know if that like, was the right call. Like, I, I think... Could you... like? We, I think it needs to be dark. I don't man. know. I think they would have gotten more people on board if the show was more lighthearted. Like, you could have still had Robin being like, fuck Batman and all that shit. But it would have been cooler, you know, if he was just trying to, like make a name for himself he is but, doing that but like in a lighter him. but in a, a lighter way you know but I'm, I'm sure they have a character arc or something we'll see how they because they're yeah. saying oh this is how they become a family blah 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 i just but, don't want them to like pg this whole thing after opening really dark like they're I, not gonna pg it I but they can't like raven's mental issues need to be a factor and that has to get explored and then like but is that start, fun is that a fun watch though like I think it'd be interesting. I don't necessarily think it'd be like, like I don't, a fun time at the movies, but yeah, I feel like, like it'd be like like a good story to watch. I mean, you've heard of dramas, correct? You, I have heard of dramas. Okay, yes. I just want to make sure. But it's just like at the same time, it's like there's like comic books in general are supposed most of the time. Graphic novels they're supposed to make you feel good. Comic books are supposed to make you feel good. At the end of the day, the more of the story should make you feel good. I don't really the end, but this is the beginning. <laughs> no, it's just I, I want you to hit me with all of it right at the jump. I don't know. We'll see. Because we'll they have some different trailers that have different vibes. Like they had a Beast Boy trailer where it was like more upbeat. And Beast Boy is like the he's the fun the, one, the comedy of the group. Yeah. Also, Cyborg was a great part for that, but I guess they just decided. Well, he's gonna be in the Doom Patrol TV yeah, series. I don't want that. Nobody. Wants Nobody that. wants that. But <laughs> but the, but I guess the point of the DC streaming thing is they can just put whatever they want on there without having to deal with like, is this popular? Is this not? Yeah, popular? they can just do whatever they want. Like, I don't want to see a Swamp Thing TV show, but God, they're doing no. it. Why? Why would anyone want to do that? Because nature is Please stop in jeopardy right me. now. <laughs> just 
stop taking your like side or supporting characters or your B-list villains and then giving them shows and movies and stuff. I'm glad you I'm glad you you referenced that. We might as well get into the shit. Yeah, let's go ahead. And get into All it. right, but before we do that, well actually we're we're going to do it anyways. But Venom came out this week and uh it's apparently it's making around 7 million Thursday night uh as we as we speak, which is Pretty good. And uh, A Star is Born is making two to three million, which means Venom is gonna eat that movie's brains. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that uh <laughs> Yeah, it took a no. Um I mean, I mean I don't know. We 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 saw Venom, um, you know, today and uh I gotta say, I personally thought it was good, but let me add a caveat of it was good to me because I thought it was really funny. I had a fun time watching it. I didn't go in there with high expectations for Venom, so what I saw was enjoyable. Okay, well here's the thing. Okay, so I, <laughs> I so I saw I saw Venom. I saw a screening of it on Wednesday night, and that was my you know knee jerk reaction when I saw the movie. It was a full crowd. You know, people were excited, and by the end of it, you know they were just you know, clapping, they were like, yeah. oh, I had a good time with it, people I talked to, friends I know, were like, yeah, it was good, and you know, me, you know, it's too, cl- I'm too close to it. You've got a real thing with Spider-Man stuff, man. Like- yeah, yeah, like, I'm hugely into Spider-Man mythology and stuff like that, the and so, Spider-verse. yeah, and so, when I saw the movie, there was just things about it that were kind of lackluster, the villain, Oh yeah, we can one hundred percent get into the the issues. Like yeah, we'll get into the issues. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a lot. But. Yeah, and overall, I would say the movie. What would is you give it out of ten? Like out of ten, I'm giving it like a seven. I will give it like a a five point nine. Ouch. That's nearly a six. Yeah. The first night I said a six, but then I saw it again tonight, and I was like, it's a five point nine. Yeah. But it still got some charm to it, you know. Uh, I I pers- I just I thought it was funny, like. I want to talk about the good aspects because there's a lot of bad. Yeah. We're going to get there, but I just, I thought it was funny, honestly. I, yeah, I was going to say, if I had no connection to that character, if I hadn't have seen him in Spider-Man 3, <laughs> I mean, if I hadn't <laughs> have seen the cartoons, if I hadn't read the books, I would have been like, huh, this is interesting. This is, like, I mean, it would've... I'm pretty well read on the Spider-Verse, and you know I'm a pretty big fan of some of the, like, other characters in it, and mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of all the symbiote characters. Like, I love them all. And do I think that this movie did the Venom character justice? No. no. Do I think Spider-Man <laughs> 3 did either? No. Well, here's where it gets controversial. And I never thought I would ever say this, but I think Spider-Man 3's Venom is uh, more accurate than... Get out. <laughs> the... Get out. It's true, though. I mean... Let me let me, let me me paint the picture for you. Spider- it is more accurate. Just... Spider-Man 3, yeah. and, and I mean, there's still some things about that Venom that were wrong. But yeah. hey, it was Eddie Brock... Hot shot reporter, fall from grace. He had a fall from grace. Peter Parker was responsible for it. Yeah, at his lowest moment, he finds the symb or the symbiote finds him at its lowest moment, and they both the, have the, the darken both of them. Yeah, makes them basically go on a rampage and, and do whatever they want. Yeah, you're right. It is more accurate. And, it he, is. and he and he went after Peter Parker personally. Yeah, you yeah. know, and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, cool. But it just was tough for Grace that like if you had put. Tom Hardy in Spider-Man Three. I think it would have been a lot better. Honestly, <laughs> like right? it would have been a better, a better juxtaposition of like this, like big dude and Toby's smaller than him and yeah. shit like that. But and I, I, I do like, 
aspects of spider-man 3 i mean the movie as a whole no I but, yeah i don't, I don't but like that. there's like 20 percent of that movie that's really good and it pretty much all just involves the scenes where like venom is doing his venom thing and then like the, a short period of time where spider-man is you know black spider-man like I, there's like like at the very beginning when he's just discovering you know the darker side like it's great well, and, and then like five minutes after that it's so bad i think the first 30 minutes of spider-man or the first 45 minutes of spider-man 3 are they live up to the expectation at first like it's like oh, okay this is kind of on par with spider-man 2 a little bit but then once he thinks he's killed sandman and he looks at himself in the mirror and moves his hair down yeah it's and, and that's right. when that's you start when to feel weird like you start to like not like this you start to not root for spider-man well no like, not even that it's just you start to feel weird about the movie itself like this is a, a, a interesting change like why would they why would he change his look like, like his personality changes like, and like they the could have did that don't do that like, what, what they do i would have been it would have been okay if he was acting like a dick for the mo- most of the movie he just didn't need to look like he was making himself like that's emo. what i'm saying that they don't do they don't make you do that yeah like, they, like, <laughs> change your look they man. don't make you do that like that was you fashionista just, style yeah and so when it comes to venom like I thought it was a fun time. I had fun watching it, but it's because I went in, I think, with such low expectations. Mm-hmm. Maybe if so, like, you went in with higher expectations, no, so you were greaterly disappointed. No, it's funny. I didn't have high expectations. If you go back to episode one of Nerdy Talk with Dan, that was literally the first thing I talked about. Was Yours were higher than mine, bro. No, they weren't. I was just saying, hey, it's Venom. Like, you, it's hard to, it's hard to mess that up. And Sony has the rights to Spider-Man. So they're only doing this not to, you know, to not interfere with Homecoming yet. Yeah, basically. Yet they can, they, they, they can, can, they can they say it's in a separate universe. Cause yeah, there's, there's, there's an infinite Spider-Verse. Yeah, like, so it's like, I mean, you guys are kind of just writing yourself in a corner here because all the stuff that's happened in that, in this movie where he's just like, oh, we're, we're Venom and we're going to protect San Francisco, you know, it's like. It doesn't really lead anywhere. And then you have producers like Avi Arad, who looks like Goldmember from Austin Powers. <laughs> He's like, like Venom will eventually uh, cross paths with Spider-Man. And he won't, because those are empty promises. I was going to say, <laughs> this is not going to happen. Yeah, those but... are empty promises. This version of Venom will not. But there were moments in the movie where I thought that it, it had some some good usage of humor like the perfect venom like you could do a venom movie without spider-man and it could be good like yeah. like if they said hey daniel make a venom movie without spider-man i would say bit of a challenge but i'm up to it Shout. there's like five popular symbiotes just put them all but it's not movie. even that but they say he can't be connected to spider-man's origin that's the challenge throw carnage in there that venom, still doesn't venom v carnage. that still doesn't defeat the challenge of spider-man because one in the movie itself it's like oh we're called like the symbiote calls itself venom i'm like why do you call yourself venom dude like yeah, no that's weird that was these these are the that bad was things. fucking Let's go weird into the bad things that like, was fucking that weird. Was weird why do they all have names of things that we completely understand yeah like, he was like you can call me venom and then he's just like and also he was taking control of eddie brock's body which i was like that's not how that works, works. Like it was like it's a, it's a symbiote, so they have to work together. Right, so, and also there were moments where he was able to overpower it, but it's very clearly much stronger than him in this movie. Yeah, like, I was like, yeah, it's the, they they have to be in sync. I did 
Well, I'm not gonna get back to what I liked, but I'll get back. I'll get to that at the near the yeah. end of this discussion. But yeah, it was just like that. The bad guy was he sucked. Riz Ahmed. Riot he's. Was, uh, I mean, don't, I I liked I liked the Drake character. Like I liked. Him. Like, <laughs> I he was great. Like <laughs> I didn't. You know, like I don't, don't want to hear anything from you about this because I know everything that guy said reminded you of me for the entire movie. Both times you saw it, like, not, not even that. He just he was <laughs> so cliche. Like I was. There's, a, there's a scene where he's like, where somebody tells him he can't do clinical trials on humans, and he's like, he was like, oh, just you know. Let's go ahead and do it. Yeah, and he, but he basically says, like, think about your family. And he's like, how are your how kids? How is your family? <laughs> yeah, how's your kids? I love that. I love that part because he literally just looked at this chick and he was like, yeah, so basically what I'm saying is, like, I'll murder your kids if you don't do this. But like, Riz Ahmed is not that guy. He is not, <laughs> yeah. like. But he looked great doing if it. If Riz Ahmed walked up to me and, and like, <laughs> I had children and he was like, how, like, how are you, like, how are your kids? And he's trying to threaten me. I beat your ass, <laughs> yeah. Riz. I mean, yeah. Like, come on, Riz. Like, yo, don't come for dad. You don't want it. No, I'm just saying. Like, as in, in I'm, I'm sure moms everywhere who watched that scene were just like, yeah, I would have whooped his ass. I would have, I would have like. Yeah, I think he did a great got, job portraying he, this like villain who's underqualified to be a villain and, and he, then becomes he, a great. He's villain. like this like, nerd or a dork who doesn't like human beings. I mean. Like there's a scene I mean, where like it's symbi- good. Like, no, it, like there's it a symbi- good, though. like maybe if he was more developed, I would have like started to understand yeah, we where he's coming from. More time with it. Yeah, but then the movie's so fucking short. It's like ninety minutes, so it's like everything's at a breakneck speed. So things don't fully. There's no click. character development at all. And like, when they try to force it, it doesn't work. Like at the end, like or near the end, like uh, Eddie and uh, Venom team, you know, get back together, and he's like, "Oh, what made you change your mind about, you know." not taking over the world or invading the world and he's like you you eddie and i'm like, like when when did that happen yeah, i was, like, I was did, watching the whole movie when yeah, did that happen yeah i was like, like when did you guys become friends like like have they been having private conversations off screen like that seems like it'd be important information yeah. maybe it's in the director's cut we might see it and then there's things that weren't clear like there's a whole storyline about the symbiotes when they're in your body you they like eat they you alive kill you but yeah. they don't have to they can sustain themselves. Well, that was the on, thing. Well, that was other people. Well, that was the thing that didn't even. Ma- yeah, yeah, that like, exactly. Like, how does that? It, so it, you're telling me you could eat other people, right? Which they did, and survive on other people, and you could just be connected to your host and not be killing them. But if you don't eat other people, <laughs> you get the choice to slowly kill your host. Like, what? What is that? Well, that was the thing. He was like, like "Oh yeah, your heart has atrophied," and then he's just like, "I can fix, I, it. I can fix it." And I'm like, "Okay, so." Like, it would have been an interesting turn if Venom was trying to just, like, you know, use up Eddie's body and just, you know, kind of see that through. <laughs> I mean, that would have been, like, I guess it would have shortened the movie even more because, like, I mean. No, it would have been interesting because it would have been, like, something would have had to happen for Venom and Venom to change his mind. Yeah. And then be like, all right, I'm not going to fuck you did Which we probably wouldn't have seen anyway. Yeah. Because, like, we didn't. We haven't. There's some stuff that I guess happened that we didn't see. But. Yeah, and bless Tom Hardy, he does a great job. Yeah, he's great. At all the stuff. Uh, and I love uh, like the love interest that they have. Her. Did you really like her? I did. Because, Actually, like, I have some smoke for her. What? No, dude. She she did a good job. No, she didn't. She did a good job for like the two <laughs> no, she scenes she was didn't. in. No, she oh didn't. my god. Damn. What is it? What is it? Every time there's a love interest, you were just on her. Like, no, oh god, man. what other love interest have I been on? Oh god, who was it? I completely forgot. Yeah, because it, it never like happened. Two weeks ago. No, I'm, I'm gonna go back and watch again. And find it. No, but Michelle Williams, that's her name. I think 
if I have to see her in uh, any other movie as somebody's <laughs> girlfriend, I'm going to lose it. Like, I'm like, Michelle, like, you're a wonderful actress, but stop playing people's girlfriends. Hey, she got her better like Venom for a minute. And she, that was cool. She Venom, yeah, that was she cool. Ma- she made a, she did great as that. Like that CG character that was not her. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but she like right after it was coming off her, it was her for real. No, I like I, I'm just saying, I, I thought she did well for like the two or three scenes we had her for. The Doctor character, Doctor Dan. Uh, what's her name? Doctor, Doctor. Oh, the other Doctor. Doctor Shirt, Skirt, whatever. Doctor Victim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Doctor Plot Exposition. Yeah, Doctor Tuckanell. She uh, she died. She, uh, but but her character was cool. Like you know, I don't think anybody was really that good in this movie. Tom Hardy kind of carried this on him. Oh yeah, own. he did it all on his own. But like I thought, I thought uh, the love interest Michelle Williams. I thought she did well for what we had her for. I thought the Doctor portrayed her character really well. She's supposed to be like this. I would say a Dumbo character development on this, but she was supposed to be like his diehard, like dedicate. Like she was his number one. And then she basically turned on him, and I thought that was, like, a really obvious plot device, but it was good. And that was the thing. I was like, of all the storylines you could do for Venom, you know, Eddie Brock is at the crux of the thing, is the guy that's just beaten, life has beaten, beaten him. Yeah. In, in, in this one, they took the route of, like, he kind of screwed himself. Well, yeah, and he does and, that. And, and he does that's, that. That's to the lore. They stuck, they stuck to yeah, that. Yeah, and I kind of wish, I almost wish they hadn't. I almost wish they had shown him, like, I almost wish that, like, he things had loser. happened to him and that he just, he was a loser, not by his own hand, but, like, just fate had decided he was a loser so that, like, him and Venom would have been, like, yeah, they almost needed each other, which would have made their what? symbiosis make more sense. Well, they still did, they still did, I mean, they, they, they still did that. They did it's deliver just they that, it. but they, they did just, it a different way. Yeah, they forced it, yeah. like, towards the end where Venom's like, oh, yeah, on, on my planet, I'm kind of a loser, too. I'm like, yeah, all right, get the fuck in. out of here. Like, it's like, get out. Like, it was... Also, you're not from a like you were on a comet. I want to know how it is that they were on a comet, but they were also from a planet. Like, was the maybe they're like their planet? Maybe they're like the bugs from a uh, Starship Troopers, where the aliens throw asteroids at Earth and it doesn't get to us until like two thousand and two thousand so years. Sit down, Dan. <laughs> just what are you doing no that's the starship that's the doing, plot of starship no that's if you've never seen starship troopers that's literally the plot like bugs from like a different planet just shoot an asteroid at earth and it finally hits us after they've thrown it like 90 years ago i don't think that's and we get pissed happened. off <laughs> i going. think they just screwed up <laughs> no i think that was the thing i think that's how the symbiotes travel they just travel they, by asteroid and take over right but like they said they had millions back on their planet i want to know why these ones that we saw were honestly, on that asteroid honestly I don't even care about the other symbiotes. I was like, they, they were, killed them off almost immediately. Yeah, it's like okay, we got three symbiotes in this movie. I was like, oh okay, cool. So Venom's gonna have to get through two hench- like henchman symbiotes to get to Riot. Riot. Cool, dope. I would have been that would have been great because then he would have had to learn how to use his body. Right. Like I would have loved to see him fight the first one early on, get smacked around a little. And then, you know, somehow struggle through. The second one, I expect him to be, like, more confident, you know? Yeah. And, like, it's a struggle. It's, like, brute strength, you know? He's got to win, like, that way. Then the last one, I expect him to use a combination of, like, skill, intelligence, and practice to, like, outmaneuver and overpower him. He's kind of like the Hulk, now that I think about it. He's kind of like the Hulk now. Without Spider-Man, he's kind of like the Hulk. He doesn't have any of Spider-Man's abilities, so he's just a thing that punches shit and bites shit and kick shit and jumps 
He doesn't yeah, even yeah. swing off of anything. He just well, he did kind of grapple in that one. He grappled, scene. but he doesn't yeah. swing. He like I just literally just saw him hopping on all fours on different. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I thought it was a fun ride, man. What can I say? I thought it was a fun and ride. And, and I, the, I think and the people think, who are listening to this, I'm I'm not shitting on you guys' personal taste. If you guys see this movie and you enjoy it, that's great. Now I know. You know, you guys have heard me talk shit about this movie for so long that you're probably programmed to hate it. But <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't, I'm, I'm coming out saying it I, was. If you go in it unbiased so, and you don't have a particular like, I mean, I like the Venom character, but it's not like I was like, it's not one of those characters that I'm like so diehard about that like every single thing about this movie like weighed heavily for there me. There was like, a dude in his seat, or that was like literally lifting off his seat during yeah, most of the movie, and I was like, wow, that guy's really passionate about it. Yeah. See, like, I don't, I didn't have that for me. For me, that character is not Venom. For me, it's like Carnage. Like, I absolutely, like, when I saw the casting for Carnage, I was like, no. Yeah, guys. What um, huge spoiler alert? Uh, yeah, Carnage's ref or cameos in the movie. That's it. That's yeah. Let's not. We can go into it. Fuck I, it. I, if you guys don't want to <laughs> listen, you know what? I'll timestamp when we talk about spoilers for this movie, which we kind of already are. We this whole entire first <laughs> like fifteen minutes of spoilers. Yeah, but you know, we might as well get into it because I'm I don't want to talk about this movie again until they announce the sequel, which yeah, is which inevitable is at this point. They've literally just led up to like. They basically told us the next one is going to be about Carnage. It's just like the Dark Knight where they put that Joker card in Batman's hands, like. So you know the next one's about Joker, like. Yeah, and was, what's funny is with Batman Begins, nobody gave a fuck. Yeah, everyone was <laughs> fine with it. I was everyone like, wanted to see that. It like, wasn't even like a huge demand for it. When Batman Begins came out, it was like, huh. That's how I like when I saw the movie. I was like, huh, Joker card, cool Joker. So we know Sequel. it's Joker. Yeah, cool. I mean, yeah, you know, but I wasn't telling my friends. Oh, Joker gonna be Joker's into coming, that. Yeah. Joker's gonna be different, man. No, no one was expecting that either. Yeah, so like when it was as good as it was, we were all like, whoa. Yeah, these are gonna be. And then they followed it up with. The movie that we're not gonna name. Yeah, we were all kind of like, "Why did you do that to every character?" Yeah, <laughs> like just every character had problems. Yeah, like, and what was interesting too was that, well, not interesting. What was funny was that when Carnage or Cletus Cassidy, played by Jesus. Woody fucking Harrelson, Jesus, uh, with the mop top redhead it wig was, on, it was so bad. It was so bad. Everything about it was bad. I have, but you know what? I found out he's got a lot of currency. Yeah, but like, just no, not not for this. He, he looks. He's bad. got he currency. Bad. Like people were feeling it. This the first time the screening I saw after they showed this scene. People started clapping. Actually, people started clapping when they revealed him when they showed Woody Harrison. I was like, wow, okay, Woody is just because of, he's got Joaquin type of currency. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna say what I was gonna say, but I just really horribly disagree with this decision in this direction and i really hope they fix this before this movie comes. no it's already locked in i mean as soon as like in the, <laughs> at the end of the the, the the scene he's just like oh when i get out there will be carnage and he might as well have like looked at the screen smiled and then and you could hear cha-ching because yeah. i heard it i was like cha-ching yeah i mean everybody's gonna go see that it's gonna make like 15 million like opening day i mean yeah and i think kids will like this movie as well because you know it's got that element to it that's very like kid friendly everything about it was pg like there's nothing that the kids couldn't have seen he yes like you don't sh- it doesn't show him actually eating anyone the breaking bones and stuff was a little much i guess for kids but like in general, there's nothing in there that they couldn't see. So I'm sure this movie this weekend, it's going to probably make another $7 million. I mean, like, yeah. it's, you know. I tried to put myself in the mind frame of like, okay, this was like 2003. 
you know, when when superhero movies were kind of scarce. Yeah. What, how would I feel about this movie? I don't know. If I saw just the Venom movie back then, I would have been shocked. Like, how are you going to make a movie without Spider-Man? Now, obviously, we can yeah. see how easy that is. Like, It's not easy. <laughs> it it this, is easy. This kind of proved how hard it was. Cause, so easy. Because like, all the shit that they needed that would have, like, in, like, made it, like, from, eh. To, I mean, you to can't like, make a oh, Spider Verse super or superhero movie without like Spider Man. That's kind of no, rough. you can't. Yeah. But you can make a superhero movie without Spider Man easily for like Marvel stuff. You know oh, but I mean? not like a he's Venom. not like such a major character that we needed him. It's just if you're gonna make a movie about a Spider Man villain, you probably, you can't do it. Yeah, you can't, or you can't you can't do it without taking some L's. And this movie yeah. will probably win the the L award I mean, for superhero took, movies this yeah, year. Yeah, it took it took several. I do have things I liked. I definitely liked three or four of the casting decisions there were like there were like three or four scenes that i thought were funny like hilarious the uh like the the getaway scene i had a great time with that i love when he's on the motorcycle yeah i love the getaway scene because it was so outrageous and over the top that it was like fun to watch you know it was like how's he gonna get out of this one? Oh, it's just literally gonna throw a car like you know it was just like mm. way over the top stuff exploding down a crowded city street makes no sense like I didn't go in there expecting anything to make sense. It was supposed to be crazy and chaotic and fun. But That's... it wasn't any of it wasn't it was fun, but it wasn't crazy yeah, or chaotic. Right. None of that stuff made sense. It was crazy. It's like someone basically took an idea I mean, I wasn't I wasn't impressed with like motorcycle chase sequences. It's like it's Venom. Like I don't wanna see Venom <laughs> on a fucking motorcycle. I thought it was funny. It was funny, <laughs> man. Like it just, just it's just it's one of those things where it's too like attached to this. No, it's it's not even that. It's just you see like like if you gave me that movie and like you still and I still had to do the plot of that movie, you could still make there's ways to make it better and still tie it in somehow. Oh yeah, there's definitely ways you could have made it better. I'm not saying it was great. Like, like, I'm just saying it was it was okay. Like it like how cool would it have been if like Eddie had had narrated for most of the movie and then when he gets infected by the symbiote, his mindset starts to change and I his been voice really annoyed. No, but listen, and his like voice starts to like. Oh, start yeah, get, I, start to get weird where his thoughts aren't his own thoughts and it's just like wait I didn't think that and I mean, it's like they did do the voiceovers with Venom he, like, no he just did he, well he just did a voiceover of Venom but I'm saying as the narrator of the story yeah I got you I don't know I, I the think thing that, that would have been kind of annoying like. but that's his story it's great yeah. it's way better than just having him have to do this whole slapstick like oh no we're not yes we are no we're not yes, oh yeah that are. was bad no we're not that yes was, we are that was super bad yeah no doubt i don't and I don't, they did that the whole movie but it was yeah. amusing enough for people to be like oh i like venom this is so great you know i hated that i, I hated saw, everything about everybody that. in the theater ate that shit up like really wow I, I mean from what i saw everybody's easy to please the two times i saw it people yeah. people ate it up i hated that whole voiceover back and forth witty banter thing they were doing it's venom like i I wasn't looking for that. Like, <laughs> like when he comes out to actually talk to him face to face, I was like, "That's co- kind of cool." That was cool. I was I like, "That's that. that's that's pre- that's a cool image." And I liked uh, I liked when we first get to see Riot because like, oh yeah, because he just Riot just yeah. like he just comes like, rah, and I was like, "Oh, cool." All right, that was so. actually my favorite line of the movie where he where Eddie's just like, "Yeah, I had this uh this alien up my ass. It's not a good feeling." <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, like, "I'm gonna ask you one more time." He's like. And then when he tell yeah when he he's transforms like, he's like holy shit he's got one up his ass too. Yeah. <laughs> I was I like it. I was like that's Tom Hardy like to me that was Tom Hardy putting himself into it and I think maybe if Tom Hardy had more control over the script would have been better it probably would have been a lot more nuts 
but you know he had a kid and he was trying to make a movie for his kid and so yeah it was just i don't know man i still thought it was you know fun i had fun watching it like I didn't go in there expecting anything to make any sense. I didn't expect any tie-ins to Spider-Man. I just wanted something. I just wanted something that that worked. I mean, I feel like this <laughs> this doesn't work as part of like a larger universe, but as a standalone <laughs> film, this works. And also, just knowing the the history behind it, like I know why this movie exists, and it's literally just to like as a it's a big middle finger to the masters old protege yeah kevin feige like because of his betrayal i mean yeah <laughs> i mean like it is what it is like like it's like i don't it's... think I, I don't know if i can condone that because that sends the wrong message saying hey you know i can t- literally just say fuck you to like <laughs> the put sort... a, put in association with marvel right at the beginning yeah yeah like and just run with it yeah it's just like we're just gonna do our own thing and stuff like that and i will say the idea of carnage in a sequel is a cool idea, but it's just they haven't really set up ground rules Not for, at all. for for Venom as a character. Like, what's Venom's actual moral standpoint versus Carnage's? See, that's the thing. Like, he just says we needed he, more character development in order to like really understand Venom's like character in this universe that they're probably trying to build i'm pretty sure they're trying to build a universe off this like, oh for sure yeah and, and the sequel and i don't think that's a good idea i, I think this movie oh, yeah. would be fine as a standalone but as part of a universe as the intro to your universe this was a bad play like, should have just used amazing spider-man you that would have been good i mean yeah you could have just used amazing Ooh, Spider-Man. how great would it have been it would have been, been great that should have been amazing spider-man 3 like in the movie it was there was a line in the beginning where like his girlfriend is saying like oh like we don't want a repeat of what happened in new york yeah with, with the daily something but it wasn't da- daily bugle and i was like that's a fucking missed opportunity you could have just said he got to use that they could have done the amazing spider-man route they had a lot of other options i would have just said that like he got disgraced at the daily bugle for something we don't know what the whole story was with the daily bugle thing and then he at the end of the movie you know venom could you know because venom is slowly warping his mind to make him think you know uh yeah but then how do you explain the fact that in, in spider-man 3 the Venom thing was part of the reason why Peter Parker ruined Eddie Brock's life, and then Venom goes to be with Eddie Brock. That's where I would have changed it. I would have just said the symbiote, you know, okay. shows up. And I don't have the full framework for how I would have done it, I'm, but, I'm, I'm, but I'm I would. But I would. That's but that's a huge issue that we probably have to deal with if you're making. This no, no, movie. no. But I, but I would have said, hey, and if you couldn't have the symbiote attached to Spider-Man at first, I would have just said, hey, the symbiote is warping his mind, just saying, hey, you know. If we're going after people who are, you know, going after innocent people, let's start with, you know, what happened with you back in New York. Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's take a let's trip. Let's get back. your enemies out of the way. Yeah, it's like let's let's go to New York and sort this whole thing out with Peter Parker. Just like choking him in the next scene. Like, what's up, Peter? Like, you know, just. Well, that would be kind of funny if he, if you know, the person that ruined his life, he finds out is Spider Man through Venom or through the symbiote's help. Like, in the symbiote's not connected to Spider-Man, so it doesn't know either. Right. Yeah. But it's just like, oh, well, we can we kind of have an opportunity here. And so you could do a whole sequel with him just fucking with Peter Parker, and that would be kind of fun. But they're not going to do that. They're not going to do any of that. Instead, Carnage is going to go on, like, a killing spree, and then Venom and Eddie are going to have, like, some disagreements, and it's going to be, like, the test of the relationship, since it's kind of like a, you know, how you deal with <laughs> breakups. 
<laughs> you know, so who knows how that's how that's gonna. I stand by what I said, man. I think it was fun. I think it was. A so, good what would you rate it? What would you rate it again? I'm willing to give it a seven. So, I, so I think I think seven out of ten because it was funny and, you know, I like that lighthearted venom feel. I did hate the voiceovers. I did hate half the casting decisions. Uh, I do think it was like outrageously over the top and didn't make any sense at all. But I also like the fact that it didn't take itself so seriously. You know, like. They had the opportunity to make this super dark if they had wanted to. Oh, man, it could have been Personally, this is one of the few movies I think did not need to be made darker. I think it was perfectly fine. Just being a basically I mean, it still could have it still I mean, could have been funny. It just didn't know what it wanted to be. That I think that There was no real crux, direction for at, this. At the crux like, of it, that's what it wanted to be. Yeah, it was you know like what? that's my issue. There was and, no and, direction. And I've had situations like this where I've had to direct something uh where the tone wasn't set. And so this was supposed to set it and they didn't do a great job setting it. And also like at that point, I'm like looking at my actors and I'm like, how do we find our way out of the woods? And then you have to rely on their like talent. And in that movie, you're kind of relying on Tom Tom Hardy to do weird shit with his body and how he talks. And some people don't like that. He's a dumbass. He comes off as a dumbass in this movie, but somehow, but you know, I thought that, he was that is, I think that is the issue. I think we have the same issue for different reasons. It's just that there was no real direction for this. I liked the chaos and stuff, you know. It was that was fun, but I think my issues do stem from the fact that there wasn't an actual direction in the midst of that chaos. It yeah, was I was like, where is this going? It was basically just like all of a sudden the conflict becomes apparent, and you're like, wait, what? What? Like, when? When did this become the issue? Also, when did you suddenly decide to fix it? Like, there was no. I liked all the funny you know hodgepodge stuff (laughs) in there but it was like okay as long as the general trend is in a direction i'm fine it's the fact that like you were all over the grid with this and then at the end you suddenly had a direction and i was like what about all this stuff back here like so do you think like a sequel will be better like you do you think they'll learn from this if they get a sequel i think they will um i just am really concerned that they will they'll pull in a They'll ruin it. I'm really concerned that the sequel will just be bad. That's, I mean, this one is as bad as it it can get, honestly. No, it's not. You can I ruin mean, Carnage really easily. Like, it's Woody Harrelson. I mean, I've already seen Carnage him. If you make Carnage funny at all, you will ruin this. He's kind of funny. He's not funny. He's, he just kills things. That's his whole bit. Yeah, he's kind of funny. He like, does a maniacal. He's basically like a Joker. Yeah, he's like, like the Joker. Ha, 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 ha. I'm like a serial actually, killer. I mean, that, like, that's fun and all, right? But please, for... He's not anything. gonna be that serious. Please don't make him just like a comedic serial killer. Oh, he's gonna be a comedic like, serial killer. I, I really need like a serious carnage it's not who gonna happens be serious. to crack an occasional quip. Or how something. would we how would you even possibly fathom that when you watch this movie? That is going to be that. <laughs> that's like that's like dating someone that is literally like honest about that they're like a fuckboy or some shit. And then they're like expecting them not to be that when you start dating. Yeah, it's like really. You know, people do stupid stuff like that. They're like, I bet I could change this person. Like, why would you want to? And what makes you think you can? Like, I'm not even gonna get into that. But yeah, that's that. That to me is like the promise of the sequel. I mean, you got Woody Harrelson being all bug eyed and yeah, it's gonna it's gonna suck for me because I'm a huge Carnage fan and I don't like to see. I'm not gonna like what they do, but I bet the movie will still be okay. But yeah, I don't think it'll be any better than this was. I just don't think it'll be. I'm concerned it could be worse, but I don't think it will be. Yeah, I think Carnage whole modus operandi could be cool. 
And if, it'll add to that chaos element that I like as long as it gives up some direction. Oh, isn't that a bit of a bummer with the maximum carnage thing? You can't really do that storyline justice where he's like, oh, I'm going to like go on a killing spree in New York and then I'm going to unleash all of Spider-Man's villains and then I'm just going to put Spider-Man to the test where he has to fight all the prison inmates that have broke out and other like super villains and Venom is just like, all right, well, we got to team up. Yeah. To stop this guy. And now, He's out of hand. Yeah, and now it's just Venom versus Carnage. So it's Yeah. Like, that would be that would have been cool. Oh, I wish they could have. If they had set that up right. Yeah, I wish they could have. Like I really want to see Carnage do well because I'm you know, I'm like <laughs> I'm into that, but like I just don't I feel like I'm not personally gonna like that sequel, but I don't think it'll be any worse than this was really, and I don't think it'll be any better. I think it'll just be a seven out of ten. Do you think uh, the Morbius movie would be cool? No. You can go ahead and just skip over I mean, that. that's in the same universe. It basically, it feels like the whole Universal Monsters universe, where they, where they started yeah, with the mummy. They're trying to do that, but like here. I just clicked. It just clicked with it me. It makes sense, honestly. No, it just it makes way more sense to do it with this than no, it does. No, it just clicked. The mummy is exactly like Venomous. Oh my God. It is. The yeah. mummy is Venom and Venom is okay the mummy. It's okay movie without a great direction, without great story development, without great character development. It's a fun ride if you're not expecting anything. Like, oh my god, it's this setting is literally up a just the mummy. Setting up a, in, shamelessly trying to shamelessly set up, in, setting, setting, up in, in setting up the universe. All With that like shit. a lead that is carrying everyone on their back, supporting actors that are okay for like half of them, and the other half are bad. Oh my yeah. god, dude, you are right. I'm this a scientist. Is, I do is, this shit. This is literally how I felt after the mummy. It's like, it's it's just as okay as the mummy. Mm. Wow, that's you. You are good, man. A genius. That's why they pay you the big bucks. Savant. <laughs> we spent way too much time on Venom. We did, but we had to kind of get in this ass a little bit. But, yeah. But you know, I I'm th- still sticking by my seven. That's a little too high, bro. <laughs> All right. I you want. Know what? You I know need what? to see what the Rotten Tomato score. Even though I don't yeah. care about Rotten Tomatoes, I just I just, I just want to see how how. Maybe I'm giving it too much credit, but I just I feel like they could have done so much worse. Okay, so it's got a 29 percent. Ouch. This was not well received. And then the critics' consensus, because, you know, it's always funny when you read their consensus, because it's always so highbrow. Yeah. It's like, Venom's first standalone movie turns out to be like the comet's character in all the wrong ways. Mm. Chaotic, noisy, and in desperate need of a stronger attachment to Spider-Man. Sounds like somebody had a personal attachment to Spider-Man. Say, so, <laughs> sounds like sounds you like had I wrote a personal that shit. attachment. Like. Yeah, sounds like I wrote that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Did you write that, Dan? I didn't write it. He wrote it. He's lying. I totally didn't write it. He literally it. looked at me and winked. He lied. I'm I'm curious though, but it seems to work for audiences. So I think this movie is going to be critic proof. So yeah, I, I think I think the critics are basically just going to get tossed out on this. Yeah, like, no one cares. Yeah. If you're just going to have fun, you'll enjoy Venom. If you're going there with expectations and stuff, you're not going to enjoy it. If you're going in with a bias, you're not going to enjoy it. If you're expecting to see a an, decent Venom movie. You're not really gonna. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're gonna want to watch Spider-Man three after this, guys. Yeah, probably. That, that but if you're looking to just see, like, you know, I don't know, something fun, you got nothing else to do on a Thursday night. Go see Venom. We'll say it. We'll say it. All right. Well, we're gonna have to roll through the rest we'll of this stuff on. now. Yeah, like, it's like moving on. Yeah. Uh, have you heard about uh the Star Wars TV series that's gonna be on Disney? Uh, the I'm Disney streaming ready for this, The Mandalorian. I love the Mandalorian plotline. Like, the whole Mandalorian Wars era in Star Wars was great. It's a fun ride. 
They better talk about Revan in this, or I'm not watching because. Well, is, it, is, is he in between the fall of the Empire and before the First Order? Yeah. Okay. Well, Revan would have come in like during the Mandalorian Wars, so like. Well, I thought this was after that. Cause oh, does this take place after the Mandalorian? Well, Wars? this is after the stories of Jango and Boba Fett. So. Oh yeah, that right. Never mind. Then I'm not watching it. Done. I mean, I'm cool if it's in between that, because then you could have cooler stories like, you know. They're really trying to avoid doing anything in the Old Republic. Nobody wants to see that shit, bro. Yo, look. (laughs) I just wanted to say it like that because you're so passionate about it. (laughs) I don't actually mean that. Like, if nobody wanted this, there wouldn't be like 5,000 books. There wouldn't be... (laughs) Two different MMORP- or not MMO, but two different RPGs and an MMO RPG. Like it just no. If no one wanted to see this, they wouldn't keep making stuff for it. I mean, they made books and RPGs. They didn't make video. Well, they made like two they video, made games. video games, like two video games, not several, but two. <laughs> I said multiple. They I mean, mean like, <laughs> but when people say multiple, that's like they're trying to put sauce on it. Like they had like. 13 <laughs> look man i'm just saying i really wanted to see some of the some of the old republic stuff on film but like i know once they do that now it becomes quote-unquote canon and i'm just like you'll ruin this for everyone like well i'm okay with it because you can kind of get into the storylines that you know people want to kind of see maybe i don't know it's and it shows a gritty underworld like i'm looking at this picture of what the mandalorian guy looks like i mean he looks exactly like boba fett but it's not but you know, it's yeah. cool. People like Boba Fett. People like anything related to that character. So it's yeah, like, I mean, it's gonna be fun to watch. I think maybe yeah. for like a season. Yeah, and they've and they've uh, announced the directors for the episodes. Uh, Dave Filoni, who's also done a little bit of Star Wars animated stuff, the Clone Wars. Yeah. Stuff. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, which is interesting, interesting choice. Rick. Famuyiwa, who directed Dope, and Taika Waititi, who directed Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. So this course. shit could be crazy. Yeah, I'm if, sure it's going to be done really well. And I like I like when they explore these elements of Star Wars, because Star Wars has so much more to offer than just what's going on with the Skywalkers. It's almost like Star Wars became Keeping Up with the Kardashians, but with the Skywalkers. It was kind of uh. ridiculous. <laughs> like, there's so much true. more happening here. Like, Darth Maul's still alive, and, you know, like... Hashtag, he lives. Yeah. <laughs> And there's like there's there's other plot lines happening in the background. Ahsoka has a whole backstory, man. Ahsoka had a crazy life before she became like you know this like former Jedi wandering the you know the galaxy. Like she I feel whole... like such a poser because I watched like a little bit of Clone Wars, but like I hear everybody say so many great things about her. I'm just like, eh. because she was great. She I literally ha- was like Darth Vader's apprentice, and instead of like following in his footsteps or becoming like this crown jewel of the Jedi, she basically just said, look, you guys ain't with it. Do you Would, like, do you, would you have been excited if in Rogue One she had showed up? I would have cried. Yeah. I would have been kind of excited if, if like, she had shown up to help the uh, rebels, like, steal the plans, and then she runs into Darth Vader, and then Darth Vader kills her in the... Would have been great. The act to get the plans. Ooh, that would have been good. I would have been really excited for Ahsoka. That's the type of shit I would do. I'm all for fan service. I would, oh, yeah. I would be like, hey, guys, let's do this shit. Me, I'm over here like, if we're going to have fan service, it needs to be like one thing and nothing else. Like, <laughs> give them one thing. Like, bet give it them all. Han Solo and nothing else. Like, yeah, bet it all. But uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited for the Mandalorian Worlds. I really like seeing, you know, 
or I guess they're not doing Mandalorian Wars, but they're doing yeah, Mandalorian. Get, get off that shit. <laughs> I, I'm excited to see what they do with this. They better they better talk about the wars though. Anyway. Yeah, people are already saying please don't cancel any more films because of Solo. And I'm like, it's too late for that. It's over. Solo was bad. <laughs> let's just let's just call out what it is, bro. Solo was bad. My friend my friend, uh my best friend, she didn't like Solo the first time she watched it, but then recently she like punked herself into liking it. Oh my God. She was like, you know, it's not that bad. I just, I, I, I watched it last night. Uh, I'll watch it. Again. I rented it. I'm like, you know, I'll watch it again. And and if it's still trash, I'll just. I'll never know. watch Solo again. You can't if you force me to do it. Like literally, know that my life or my loved ones are in danger. <laughs> I'm doing it to protect them or myself. Yeah. <laughs> I like how it has to get that dark. Like I'm just family saying. has to die before I watch this movie again. That's where we're at. I'm just saying, fam. Wow. Anyways, moving on. Chris Evans, uh, he posted on his uh, Twitter that he officially rapped on Avengers 4. It was a, an emotional day, and he's like playing the role, blah, blah, blah. And he, he just basically was saying thank you for the memories. Yeah, Captain grateful. America's going to die. It's okay. I feel like this is a fake out. This is negotiations. No, it's not. But, no, on, the, but on the other side of it, I can kind of see if he leaves. I understand because... Cap's gone. He's not a part of the new Avengers line. Like that's it. Well, they don't actually follow the storylines like that. But I'm just saying. Cap is gone, Dan. But it's like this. This this is like Christian Bale. If they had kept him in the Justice League movies, like if they kept his Batman, and then he's like, "All right, my contract is up. I'm not like I'm done." And then everybody be like, "Bro, he's got to come back." Like you know. need him for like literally all of this. Like, yeah, and so so to me, Chris Evans feels like Chris Christian Bale to me because he's the most. I think he's probably had the the most, the the best batting average of movies. Like all his movies, every one of the Captain America good. movies is gold. Yeah, in fact, like he hasn't had he a shitty ma- one. He makes the Avengers movie good, like the first one. He makes that movie really good because like. If it were just Iron Man, you know, be funny all the time. Yeah, and then, like if it were Hulk, it wouldn't. It would just be him breaking stuff. If it were Thor, it would have just been bad. Back then, Thor wasn't good. So like, I mean, nah. Back then, Thor wasn't good. What? <laughs> Say something, please. Actually, you know what? And this is so hypocritical. The first Thor movie, it was fun. Are you really <laughs> doing this? To me? <laughs> no, wow. but it was fun, and also it had interesting characters and character development. So fuck you. Things Venom did not have. So fuck you. It had all the things I wanted. Okay. Wow. This is a. Uh, and I'm not. I don't know that much about Thor, but the movie was good. <laughs> I know a lot about Thor, and the movie was. Good. Oh my god, we really just switched roles. Okay, fine. We did. You know what? Whatever. You can have Thor one. I'll have Venom. And we're I can't believe you're even. taking that <laughs> that garbage. You're taking that garbage in. Maybe that's how person that looks at Thor two and thinks, you know, it wasn't that bad, guys. No, Thor two was bad. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> the only part about that that was good was Loki stuff, and that was it. You mean literally Loki dying, and that's it? Like no, just all of Loki's scenes were good. I was like, wow, this is a different movie. This might as well be his his whole rodeo. And eh, well, eh, yeah, I but guess. but yeah, I, uh, it's. Cap's leaving. That's that's just that is what it is. Watch, he's gonna get like a a twenty to twenty five million dollar payout to stay on, and Robert Downey Jr. will be the one that leaves after this. Robert Downey Jr. is leaving too. They both are. It's over. Nah, I'm, you gotta I'm telling have you right now. You can quote me for freedom. They're gone. Yeah, whatever. The opening scene of Homecoming is literally Peter Parker mourning Tony Stark. 
Nah, I don't see it. Because because I think I, I think Downey's got Iron Man four left in him, and that's it. Bet 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 it all. <laughs> I mean, all right, I we am. can come back to this episode. I mean, yeah, like, I'm betting it all right now. There's not there's not gonna be an Iron Man four with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, okay. All right, moving on. Uh, Daredevil. Lit. Yeah, they basically had a trailer. You, you just go ahead and skip all of the nonsense. It was lit. Yeah, it was lit. They just had one trailer because it comes out in like two weeks, and they're like, "We're not gonna waste like We're two or three trailers." Funding on this. Here's We're here's one trailer. Episodes. Yeah, and they just gave us one trailer, and it was like awesome. This made me want to go watch Daredevil. It was intense. Like the dialogue in it was like the the bad guy Kingpin. He's just like talking to uh, Matt Murdock. Like, yeah, he's like, "You're not gonna do what it takes to stop me." And then Daredevil, and he's like, "You wanna bet?" It was pretty it was much like way that. Cooler than that. Yeah. Though. He was like, you "Are you know, sure?" He was like, "Bitch, I might be," or something <laughs> like that. You know, like, and then the scene, like, at first you don't really understand what's going on, and you see the second Daredevil, and you're like, "Whoa, Bullseye!" And that's Bullseye. Yeah, to, I think I'm pretty sure I'm, that's Bullseye. Kind of has to be because Bullseye I mean, does shit like that all the time. Like, yeah. he's good. he throws things. He's got the accuracy. Thing, yeah. Like, so yeah, no, this was great. No notes. It's gonna be great. I'll probably start watching Daredevil because of this. Bro, you need to get on that shit like pronto. Like that's your show. Like I know you like Arrow, but but this is cool because Daredevil's like a guy that's like one bad day away from killing people. He just chooses not to kill people. It's like a low key shot, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but and then but then this season he's literally lost all of his like hope in hum like humanity because bad guys just keep getting away with their shit. So he's just like. All right, Start I need to down. I need put him away. Yeah, and I, you know he's gonna not stop doing that like halfway through the season because fucking bullseye. It's like you know. All right, I mean, I know <laughs> that you know me well enough to know what I would like. <laughs> so if you tell it. me that I need to start watching Daredevil, I would actually. It. All the people who ever told me to watch shows, I told them I'd watch them, and then I never did. Mm. If you tell me to watch this, you know what? I believe you. I'll that start feels watching. Good. This. Feels good. All right, uh, Rambo Five, Sylvester Stallone nope. shares a first look at Rambo. Just, you can just skip this whole. What do, you, segment. what do you think of that first look at Rambo? That's gonna be enough. <laughs> <laughs> I know this cowboy looking. <laughs> oh, uh, what's what's that guy's name? Uh, I can't even remember. His Damn, name. you can't even roast like, him. I can't remember. It's like accurately, this it's too high. John Wayne looking. Damn. Like if you don't get out of here with this. But you Old know what? Man Logan looking. But you know what? If if Rambo Five is like the last Rambo, I would be okay with it. No, it needs to be the last. I can kind of see Rambo doing that. Like he just stops living in like the jungle, the jungle. and yeah, he's like, yeah. and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna just work on a farm. Be you know, be. But then the war comes home. Yeah, and I think this has to do with like a cartel or somebody steals a girl or some shit, and That's he's like all of them. <laughs> it's just it's always something like that it's like how all the transporter starts like it's like hey we need you to deliver this human female and he's just like what no i deliver packages i'm basically faster ups like i'm not gonna sex traffic this girl to whatever country dark. you want me to you know like so dark like that's like that's how they start like i think the first one i ever saw just starts with like they got this girl like in a box or something and like they want they want him to like ship her off somewhere for like some ridiculous stuff like that and i was like what oh well i'm 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 that's a dark start like, I'm, I'm i'm just excited to see how what Sylvester Stallone does with the character cuz he actually does some pretty insightful stuff with Rambo i know like uh some people in south america that were fighting whatever war they were fighting use a quote from Rambo 4 a lot which is like if you 
live or no, live for something. If you don't live for something, you'll die for nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then people and they use that, and I was like, wow, you know how awesome that is as a yeah, writer actually. to kind of like inspire like people to, to yeah. rebel. But whatever. We don't need Rainbow Five though, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I like, fuck that shit. Yeah. Uh, anyways, okay. Next up, oh, now this is some heat that I have. This is this okay. this is bottled up. This is the All venom right, inside let it inside. Out. <laughs> knock knock, let the devil in. All right, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you wild right now. All right, so for Dark Phoenix, last week we had the first trailer for Dark Phoenix, right? And I felt we saw it, and we were like, "Cool, this looks kind of interesting." Great. Let's February twelfth. Here we go. The trailer said February twelfth, and then, and then we hear, guess what? (sighs) February twelfth, it will not be. Got scrapped. (laughs) And they pushed it back to what was that ridiculous date? Like to June. Okay, yeah. Or July. Let me see. Dark Phoenix. New release date. <laughs> I mean, they have to update it by now. Yeah, June 7th, 2019. June 7th. So this is the second pushback now, I think. Yep, because it was supposed to come out this November, then they pushed it back. To, actually, so it's the third. Oh, It was supposed yeah, to come out this November. pushback, yeah. Yeah. So here's my thing, right? And I know you got some heat. I'm going to let you get it out. I just got to say, <laughs> when I see the first pushback, I think to myself, Great. They want to spend way more time developing characters. The movie will probably be longer, better edited. Mm-hmm. This is a good thing for Dark Phoenix. This is how you should go out. New Mutants aside, we're all assuming that bad. we're not going to, you know. Yeah. We're just, that's going to be bad. So we're leaving that alone. This yeah. is how they go out with X-Men. Looks looks good on the trailer. All that. Okay. I mm-hmm. see the second pushback. I'm nervous now because now it's like, all right, well, how much more time did you really need? How much better could it get in a, like those few months? Like, okay, I'm going to ride with you guys. I see the trailer. Like, all right, this was worth it. Three pushbacks? Bad. This is a bad <laughs> sign. There is no way you're going to tell me that they needed that much more time to develop the characters, the plot, the script, the the actual filming. Like, no, there's no way you're going to convince me this is a good sign. Well, see, here was their excuse. Their excuse was, hey... Uh, we realized we weren't going to have the visual effects ready to release it globally the way we wanted to. And the release date for Gambit moved because it wasn't going to be ready on June 7th because Gambit was supposed to come out on June 7th of next year. But they were like, that shit's not flying. Yeah, uh, they're going to have to give up on that until they finish Phoenix. Yeah, and then they basically said it gives it a better chance to play in China where the movies have a massive following. And then they said, we found that the trailer, or 45 million views of the trailer were in China alone. So, wow. to me, that means if I go to YouTube right now and type in the Dark Phoenix trailer, and it has 45 million views. You should see no less than 45 million views <laughs> in that trailer. Like, whatever the most official And so, this is 20th Century Fox's main page. And I see... 13 million views. So what that tells me is where are y'all getting these numbers from? You know me. Uh, I like to do math. I'm pretty good with numbers. And I can safely tell you that they're wrong. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who confused them. I think someone was giving them some fake news or whatever because 13 does not equal 45. Now maybe they're talking about like across every platform it won't just be uh youtube it's like some people watch it on this platform that platform you know china has other 
platforms for their social media and things like that. That's that's fine, right? Maybe mm-hmm. total across every platform you can view it on, there are 45 million views. But regardless, you're telling me that you managed to get enough cuts for that trailer, but not to like actually release the film. And you need a third pushback to go from what we saw in the trailer to what we would expect based on that in the movie. Mm-hmm. A third date pushback for that. That not seems a like a lie. It seems like what really happened is <laughs> something went horribly wrong and you've been trying to fix it for a while now and you can't yet and you need more time and you're scrambling, but you had to release a trailer to generate hype. Yeah, it sounds like... not have put a release date in it. I 100% agree with you. They said the third act they were trying to reshoot, but they said by changing the third act, they also had to change a lot of the other acts. That, that to me, makes logical sense because mm-hmm. I would understand that if the third act is probably more or less the end of this movie. Like, there will be... The action obviously declines from there, right? I would understand that having to change the second and the first. My issue is that there's no way that you have... What you're describing is basically having to reshoot the entire movie, which gives you a carte blanche cop-out for any amount of time you want. It seems like right. the laziest way to tell people... We made a mistake mm-hmm. without having to own up to what it was or actually give us a timeline for how to fix it. Because if you tell us, I have to reshoot the whole movie, you can pretty much write your own check for the timeline. And that seems like what they needed was a way to be able to say, we need more time and we don't know how much time. So here's our BS explanation. But the truth is, we've got some issues in this movie that if we don't correct, it's going to ruin our farewell, our born voyage to X-Men. Right. And they're just trying to fix their mistakes, which is fine. I get that. Stop lying. Stop pushing the date back to these arbitrary times. You're not going to be ready until probably like the end of 2019. Wouldn't that be crazy if like the movie never got released? Like by June, like they just stopped. It goes talking. back to Marvel Studios and they're just like, no, we're not releasing this. Yeah. They were like, Marvel's going to get it and be like, we can't, we can't rock with this. We don't know what you were doing. Like, we like aside from your casting choices everything about this is terrible like no. that needs to be like they just need to sell it to netflix do what most smart studios do nowadays like i think a paramount when they had a that cloverfield movie that yeah. came out cloverfield paradox they yeah. were going to release that in theaters and then there was just none of us wanted to see that <laughs> well, well producers were probably like bro this shit is weird yeah. this shit is too weird we're not gonna make any money off of this so no, they we were like so they were like, let me just sell this to Netflix. And Netflix bought it for a shitload of money. Possibly more than what it would have made. Yeah, like, it was bad. <laughs> and, so, and so maybe that's the, the, the that new... That the move. Yeah, that might be the new move. If your movie's shit and you know it's shit, don't waste your money on doing the reshoots. And stuff. Just sell it to Netflix. They'll, cop, they'll take it off your hands like Michael B. Jordan said in Black Panther. Don't trip. Yeah. <laughs> don't trip. I'm going to take it off your hands. <laughs> yeah. Now go ahead and give me the heat you have for this. I'm sorry. I went on my rant. I just I had to get that out. So the heat I have is, why would you tell me, like, on some man shit, when you tell me you're going to do something, I expect you to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Dan over here, he said, I don't make requests, I just express my expectations. No, it's like, if you say, hey, I'm going to be here, or I'm going to put this thing out at this time, like, say Kanye West says he's going to release an album on Saturday. Please stop releasing albums. And then he doesn't release the album on Saturday and says he's going to... He's going to take two more months to release it. I would say, hey, fuck you. I'm not a fan anymore because you didn't keep your word. Yeah. 
And, you know, this is the second time that Fox has done this in the same movie, saying, oh, it's coming out in November. And, okay, we're coming out in February. Okay, it's coming out in June. Yeah, and then New so Mutants. So you're getting to the point where this is almost a year behind your don't original even, release date. Yeah, don't get me started on New Mutants, because that was supposed to come out in August, and I was, like, excited for that. What could you... See, my issue with New Mutants, aside from literally the entire movie, is just that, like, what did you need to reshoot that took this long? Like, well, see, their thing was that people were saying, all right, if you're trying to lean into a horror movie thing, why not just go full tilt and make an R-rated New Mutants movie? Because the book is kind of R-rated. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, wait. Yeah, we're fucking stupid because we tried to PG-13-ify this shit. It's like, we can't make toys off of this plot. Like, right, like that's what like I'm trying to figure out like who who are you who's in charge of New Mutants because I want to talk to them. Yeah, person. I was like, who are you aiming this movie towards? And now it seems like some I think it clicked in their heads a little bit where they like looked at Logan and was like, oh, okay, this this was great. This worked. We did great. Like people loved this. It's critically acclaimed. Audience loved it. Like let's just do this, but with these kids. Yeah, and I think the trick is to get R-rated stuff from superhero stuff. It has to be, the budget has to be low. Minimize risk. Yeah. Because I think that's why Venom didn't get a rate, R rating is because it, it costs way too fucking much to make. Yeah. Probably honestly. about eight, 180 million, I would say. It's, that's uh, what it looked like. I mean, all that CGI, like, that was a lot. Was a <laughs> all that lot. goopity goop. Yeah, like, that, <laughs> that was really expensive. Like, just making the symbiote, like... Uh, like Jiggle around. Yeah, like, that was probably really expensive, so... They probably blew a lot of money on this, and they're probably betting it all. I'm sure it's going to make that back. It's going to make that back in, like, two weeks. I mean, probably, yeah. I mean, they got seven before the actual release. I mean... Yeah, it's looking like a 50 million, 60 million opening. But if the, like, say people... I know people that like you that are like, oh, it's a fun time. It <laughs> yeah, I mean, like if enough people say that, then we'll they will go out and see this movie. But it's then, just like Suicide Squad. Suicide's not good. Oh, man. It's okay, you know. And That's that. Now that is was, a fun movie. No, it, was, it was a fun movie. It was. I have a lot of stuff to say about it, but it was a fun movie. And I, I'm glad I went to go see it. I just have the same issues with it that I do with this, where it's like, you know, so you, no we, character development and. The direction is it has more direction, definitely. Oh but yeah, like, for sure. It's it has it has a its very own identity. Clear direction. Yeah. It's just kind of not great. It's not the direction you wanted yeah. to go in. Which the is the casting was rough. You know, I liked about half, I didn't like about half. I actually feel about the same about Suicide Squad as I do Venom. I don't it's see just how. that I have some more complaints about Suicide Squad. I don't yeah, I don't see like, how I mean I think the, that Suicide Squad in my book gets like a five or a six nah. at most. Like nah. uh, yeah, I would say a six too. Like I would say a six too. Yeah. It's like one point above Venom. Maybe for me two. it's like one, it, for me it's one point below. I get Venom a seven, I get Suicide Squad a six. Damn. We're, then, so, we're so on the opposite yeah. side, but we're not far apart though. So yeah. you know, but uh I think what else? Oh. Have you seen the new image of Hellboy. Yeah, I saw that uh, earlier this week. I, uh, I mean, looks like you know, kind of what like I would Hellboy. Ex- yeah, I mean, that's what I would expect. They did a good job with that. So you know, I was like, why the would you? Cool. Why would you let go of Ron Perlman if you were just gonna make the next dude look like Ron Perlman? Yeah, I don't know why they didn't just. I don't know, man. I'm I'm not in charge in Hollywood. You would know better than I would where all these terrible decisions come from. But I mean, well, Guillermo del Toro, who directed the last two. Yeah. He has a, a taste for making shit look good, but in that meaning, it is expensive as fuck. Yeah. And he was probably like, 
Oh, I can't make this movie unless it's two hundred million dollar budget. And someone looked at him and it's said, like, "Okay, fuck that." <laughs> <laughs> someone is gonna give him this money, Dad. Yeah, I thought that the lady in the water, him winning the Oscar, was gonna give him the leverage he needed to get that yeah. movie made. But no, they were just like, "We don't want fucking Oscars. We want the money, man. Yeah, <laughs> we want the fucking money." But honestly, if it were me, I'd be like, "Yeah, no, I want the money too." Like. You, you said you got an Oscar? Yeah, I don't care. I can't pay my bills for an Oscar. Like, I, like I'm sorry, but I can't. I'm not here to fund your fucking art house passion project, right, Guillermo. Like, no one cares how you feel about this. We care about making this money. I would have like, liked to see Hellboy 3. I would have just turned it into a comic book or, you know. I would have liked Hellboy 3, something. I think. Because they got better. You know, the yeah. first one was in. Eh, the second one was okay. It was good, I agree. Good. Good-ish, you know. Yeah. It was... I think I liked it more than Venom, if that helps. Yeah, that helps me a lot. That helps me <laughs> sleep soundly tonight. Because yeah. I, I literally am going to go to bed and be like, damn, you really like Venom. I mean, I didn't really like it. I gave it a 7. It was That's average. pretty good, bro. Like, it was average. in school, when I got like a 70, I would be like, eh, that's pretty good. That's passable on me. Really? Yeah, I'm making it. I was over there sweating with 70s. I was like... Mm. No, nah, I wasn't. I was. I, I. I realized the system was broken. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna be successful without these. Like, this, these grades are not going to reflect how much money I'm gonna be making. Oh yeah, like definitely that. not. What they do reflect is how soon you graduate. That became pretty important to me when I decided oh, well, that I wanted to graduate. Yeah, I was like, hey, 70s is passable. So these do get degrees, but so do bees. You know what I'm saying? What's the difference? Um, well, I mean, you know, companies tend to. You know, given two identical candidates they look at for entry-level jobs. Do they look at my Bs? I don't know. My Cs? I don't know if they For entry-level candidates? I think they just like, looked at my... shot at college jobs. They actually, like, even, like... I think they I just looked at my degree. I know a lot of actually got asked about their grades. Like, Yeah, I would have been like, listen. They ask you more... Okay, they don't necessarily <laughs> ask about your grades. I think they... they I was about to say. They that tend seems to ask ridiculous. more about the classes you took and, like... Oh, well, it might come up how you did in them. You might want to yeah. be able to, like... If I say, I, hey, guess what? I got my degree, bitch. I mean, you're right. Let me in. There are plenty knock, of people knock. who fail classes and still degrees. So yeah, I was about I to say, yeah, my personal job experience versus someone else's could be entirely different. Yeah, so. I was about to say, degrees should definitely just degrees say. should be enough. But I mean, I have I've heard stories of people who have actually been asked more about their school than their work experience. <laughs> me personally, I was not. I was asked more about my work experience. Yeah, I would have been like, bro, don't make me slap you. You bringing up my fifth grade? Oh yeah, like, <laughs> my fifth, my fifth yeah, grade. I feel like grades. they had asked me like. Like, hey, so how'd you do in this class that you took? I would be like, how'd you do in social I, studies? It's I like, did well. Thanks for asking. Can you imagine that? You're like, you're like, hey, so how'd you do in uh, social studies? What are your grades like? It's like, I'm oh. applying for a Chick-fil-A job. I'm applying <laughs> to work at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. <laughs> We're asking me about my grades, man. I had a, I, I did an interview a while back where they, uh, they actually asked me about like a specific class that I took, I guess like. I think one of the people there had like gone to uh, to school there, like, oh, you know, what do you think about this class? We had like a whole ten minute conversation about that class, and I was like, man, I'm really glad I did well in this class because otherwise, this would be such an awkward conversation. You wouldn't know what the fuck you were talking like, what about. Would have been one of those classes that you know you skipped. You, it's like, you yeah, know you have that skip class. It's like, you, yeah, about that. Yeah, uh, you like, would have had to bullshit it, right? Like, and then they're like friends with the teacher or whatever. It's like, yeah, let me call up uh, Professor So and So. Like, hey, what's good? What's good? So I got this student here. Like, Oh, oh, you ain't never heard of him? Oh, you ain't never been to class? Oh, he fit? Oh, okay, cool. Mm. Like, you know how awkward that would be? <laughs> that would be awkward. Oh, man, man, that's weird. I think they, we should change that system a little bit. Yeah, like, it doesn't make a lot. I, it would like, only make sense if, like, when you were in school, the classes or courses you were taking 
were geared specifically towards your your desired major from the beginning. Oh, that would be awesome. And I've talked to deans of colleges about this. I've talked to I have a bunch of you know I have a bunch of teacher friends, professor friends. Mm. I've talked to a lot of people about this, even people in the educational system, and their argument, while it makes no sense, is always the same. We want people to be well-rounded when they leave college, <laughs> so we make them take... But no, that's not why. You want people to be guaranteed to give you four years' worth of income. So you created a system in which they are literally chained to this academic program for no less than, on most average cases, four years, so that you can keep collecting your money. Mm. Make them take two years' worth of classes that they don't need and can't use in order to defer their graduation so that you can continue to rake in profits mm. while simultaneously Preach. almost requiring them to get a student loan in order to pay for that education. Mm. Everyone's getting paid but college students, and then they leave for an entry-level job that barely pays them enough to pay back the loans in the first place. Sounds like you're, you're speaking from a passionate place. Woke. Oh, no, I'm good for you me woke. personally. But like, <laughs> me personally, I'm fine. But I understand the system I feel is like, horribly I feel broken. Like, I feel like most of our viewers are like, preach. Yeah, like, preach. I'm just saying, I, I spent a lot of time studying it. I have, I'm like friends with some deans of I schools heard, here. I heard that, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not cool with how that system works, man. I'm not either. It I'm only worked cool out for me because I took a bunch of electives and things that were geared towards my major. Mm. And I was wildly driven to finish early and blah, blah, blah. But like. He's the smart guy. You shouldn't have to do what I did where you plan your life out at 12 just All to right, be able to Mr. make it. Mr. Origin Story. I'm just saying, All you right. shouldn't have to do that. I'm going to put like, some violin music when over this man, part of the body. I'm not sad about it. My life's dope. But I don't think everybody <laughs> should have to do what I did just so they can have a good future. That's not fair. It's not yeah, right. You've killed people. Whoa. Chill, chill, chill. That's <laughs> what's, up? Anyway, what's, up? what's next on the, what's next on the timeline here? Moving on. Netflix is planning shows that will let viewers choose the ending. How yeah, do you feel I about saw that? that. Like for Black Mirror, they're doing, uh, I think the next episode that comes out is a choose your own ending thing. I think it's a cool twist, you know? I mean. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like. I'm concerned about what the average person will want to see and that I am not like them. I don't I don't I don't like Netflix being able or anybody being able to know what type of endings I like. I feel like it's just <laughs> I guess that's also an issue, but my larger concern is that the average person will either not agree with me or agree with me and that concerns me either way. Like I'm worried that like a million people will be like, "Oh yeah, we should have this twist ending." And then like 10 of us are like, but this one makes more sense and it's better. And then we don't get our like good ending. For Have you seen trash. a I Am Legends ending? No. Nah. Alternate ending? No, nah, I haven't. Where the, his alternate ending is that he realizes he's the monster and that the monsters the whole time were not even fucking with him like that. They just wanted to get they just wanted to get him out of the way because he kept torturing other. Oh. Because the whole movie he's like experimenting on the monsters yeah. trying to figure out a way to cure them yeah. and they were just like this guy's a fucking monster he's like cutting us open and shit and oh yeah no i mean that that's dark but <laughs> you know me they, i'm fine with the dark they stuff. didn't go with that because it wasn't like a happy ending yeah it's way more happy if he i think he sacrifices himself yeah he does yeah. Then, like he gives the cure his blood or whatever to the female lead and then she runs off to some safe haven place where presumably they cure everybody yeah that was a rushed ending yeah, they didn't. They spent a lot of time doing the other stuff, and then they were like, "Oh, we probably should write an ending." Yeah, I'm trying to think of other alternate endings that have happened. The Amazing Spider-Man Two. Oh shit, that one was. Like, I think that's the most controversial one. Yeah. To in like comic book movie history, because it was like 
Yeah. Gwen Stacy dies, and then Peter's at her grave, and then oh, Peter's dad just shows up, and he's alive. He's basically been testing him. And actually, it was the best acted scene from Andrew Garfield I've ever seen, because really well, I think the Gwen Stacy dying scene was really good. Well, that he, was that he, was that was like even for me, that oh, was yeah. a gripping moment. I mean, right? that that gets you in the feels. But yeah. this scene, it was like Andrew apparently Andrew and the other actor decided not to rehearse it, and so they re- they meet each other for the first time, like you know, on camera. Wow. And so like he sees him, and he's like, he's like, stay there, stay there. And then he's like, Peter, I know this is a lot. And he's <laughs> yeah, like, I and, he, and he's like, don't don't talk. He's like, he's flipping out. He's like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah, he's like, where you been? And then he's just like, and then he just like goes, he just his goes nuts. He's like, where you been? Yeah. He's like, fucking fourteen years. <laughs> you know. You know I've almost died like eight times this week, right? Yeah. You know yeah. I could have used a hug when I was like three, right? Like yeah. maybe just a hug would have been fine. Yeah. But logistically, I could see how they didn't go with that because yeah, it opened a lot of. I think issues. parents in general will watch that and be like. No father would ever stay away from their kid for that long, even though lots Ouch. of fathers do. <laughs> Ouch. My dad did. Yeah, I was going to say, like, dang, man, you might want to cut this one. Like, But that's what they say in the commentary. They're like, no no father would ever stay away from his son for that long. And I was like. What world do you guys come from? Because, like. I mean, these are, like, Hollywood elitists, uh, you yeah, know, that's, that's like, true, producers, yeah. Yeah, you they, know. But, they wouldn't know. Like, yeah. They and, don't know how real life works. Yeah. and But at the same time, I kind of get it. Because if I was watching that scene, I'd be like, wow, his dad's a dick. There's no type of logic that they could explain. Like, even if you're saying it was to protect me. like You, you could have, like, sent me, like. Spy on me. Something. Like, I don't know. Every. Drop a birthday <laughs> card in once every 10 years. Like, something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Plenty of dads just dip out. Plenty of moms do too, to be fair. But the point is that, like, do you find that weird? How all the in all the superhero stuff, like the person that survives out of the family, like the superhero's parents, is always like the dad. Yeah, I guess Superman, like, Jor-El. Yeah, he just backed himself up and didn't back his wife up either. Yeah, yeah I guess he didn't want to spend an eternity in a microchip with his wife. Yeah, I guess that was probably the plan. <laughs> it is weird though, like you know, in like the Flashpoint, like series how like <laughs> thomas wayne survives like mm-hmm. becomes like the new batman but then like his wife becomes like the, the joker. New joker but then like he kills her i think dark like, i think it's like alluded to like mm-hmm. i don't know it, it is it is a weird trend that we keep killing off like the like the mothers of the superheroes right like for the, in the flash himself like in his storyline his mother dies and i think uh who else um obviously superman uh Hal Jordan, we never actually really get to ever see his parents. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, his dad. We just see his dad get burned alive yeah, in a tele- uh, but jet like, yeah, crash. Like you're, you're right. It is a weird trend if you actually think about it. Like Cyborg's mom, never really hear or see anything about that. Like, what's where, where is she? Like, yeah, I feel like that's like a guy thing. Like guy writers are just yeah. writing like, oh, who cares about the mom? But our moms are the most important like, I'm, figures I'm saying, of our lives. Like, Raven's mom is like wildly important, but like. She's like, I think she sacrifices herself to like protect her or something. Right. And I'm just like, yeah, you know what? We do kill off a lot of like moms in comic books and superhero stuff. That's weird. I don't get it. That's like, a weird trend. Yeah, it's like we need to change that. We need moms to be more prevalent in superhero stuff because it's always comes to the father. And it would always make more. I think it would almost always make more sense for like a lot of characters 
if you like characters that we know of if their dads died instead mm-hmm. because like for like take batman for example i would think that if his mom had lived right mm-hmm. like he would spend a lot of his time trying to live up to his father's name right and like try to become him and also be batman and it would make it would actually probably make that story like even better mm-hmm. because rather than trying to be bruce wayne he would be trying so hard to be thomas wayne it would add a whole new character arc to this you know this I character see like i could see that working out i could see if the flash's dad had died and his mom was there he would have had to step up and like try to like help help her out like throughout right. his life you yeah. know and it would have made him a, a more serious character i think he's got like the dark past that he keeps like bottled up basically yeah but i feel like it would have like brought that to the surface he would have been like a darker character but i think he would have been like a deeper richer character if he had to like from an early age you know step up and help his mom with whatever she needed help with and right you know like i think in most cases actually it would almost make a better story if the moms were still alive <laughs> I just, yeah to offer guidance and protection and yeah shit. because yeah. even with cyborg like his like he hates his dad like he, he hates him like yeah his dad's like there's not much you can really do with that when 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 sons hate their dads in movies, there's really not much groundwork for you to go off of. It's just like, oh, we don't really understand each other, but you're going to end up having an understanding of each other by the end of the story. And right. that's it. And then, like, like in a lot of, uh, like, a lot of characters in comic books, like, if they do have a parent that's alive, that parent's, like, not a very relevant factor. And since it tends to be the dad... It's basically just we have an estranged relationship for the male characters. Most of the time, this is more prevalent. Mm-hmm. We have an estranged relationship. I basically never see you. You never see me. And that's it. It kind of takes away from like the potential for backstories and stuff. Agreed. It takes away from the potential for like, you know, non-understood motivations that we don't see that come out later. In the, like, honestly, you're absolutely right. We kill off a lot of the mom characters and it kind of <laughs> hurts a lot of their stories. Like when yeah. I think about it, to me, it hurts their stories. It would yeah. hurt my personal story. Like, if I didn't have my mom and I only had, like, my dad, like, mm-hmm. it would, I would be a different person. Like, right. I'm fortunate enough to have both of them, but, mm-hmm. like, if I only had one and it were just my dad, like, me and my dad are bros, right? Like, mm-hmm. we hang out and do stuff, you know? Like, but I think my life would feel kind of incomplete without her. Right. And I feel like that should be prevalent in these characters, and it's not. This makes me want to write something where, like, the lead character's mom is, like, super important. You gonna do a character about me where my mom is like no. the hero that no you just I'm not. It's worthy. about my mom, okay? Because oh. she's my hero. Oh, okay, bro. <laughs> no, shit, bro. I'm just, no, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I was kidding. Relax. <laughs> she's my hero. It's like and Dan's a supervillain now. <sighs> me as a supervillain, I just don't think anybody can take me seriously. It. I just because I would look at you and be like, if you don't cut your hair, boy. Like, I'm too good to be a. I'm too like I have too good of an image to be like the bad guy, which it's might make me a good image. bad guy. It's just an image. Why are you trying you. to do this to I me? I know you. <laughs> no, man. I'm a good person, promise. But anyways, I think uh we've come to the conclusion. I I feel like I had one more thing to say, but it's not coming to my mind, so We'll get it on the next we'll one. We'll get it on the next one. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I didn't go that far into Venom like you guys thought I would. I was pretty nice about the whole thing, right? I'm standing by my seven. I think I think it was an okay movie. 
Okay, man. I might have said good earlier, but I'm I'm giving it okay. <laughs> yeah, well, you you're gonna. I, I interchange those two. My bad. But. You're gonna be like me when I saw Spider Man three for the first time. I was like, oh, it was fun. And then and now you're like, but Spider Man three is the gospel. <laughs> but I was in no, I was like in I was pretty much in denial for like three days. Like, oh, it was fun. Oh, and then you you. But got, then it slowly the degraded to yeah. okay. Then to all right, it was bad. I'll watch it a couple more times and my score might change. When mm-hmm. guys, when when my if and when my score updates, I will update you guys. <laughs> Alrighty, well if you guys see the movie this weekend, make sure to comment on the post. You know, interact. You know, I know you guys are starting to interact a lot more with uh, us, and feel free to you know ask us what we what we think about certain topics and stuff like that, and we'll. We'll bring them up on the podcast. If so. you don't like what we said, let us have that smoke. You know what I mean? Mm. I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. Like. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, until next time, peace.